Hey guys, what's going on? It's Fuzzy with another podcast episode, Never Going Home with Fuzz, uh, episode 18, I think we're on now. Um, uh, episodes were meant to be quite, um, you know, weekly and getting on a schedule and stuff like that, but obviously 2020 happened and it was, um, it was just, an, you know, it still is not great. So, but uh, New Year 2021 and trying to be a bit more organized, be a bit more, pro, uh, not productive, well, yeah, be a bit more productive. And basically try and stay on top of the schedule a bit more. It was, um, and now we've got some new kit. Um, we can get remote guests in a lot easier. Um, so that should um, that should be a lot more, you know, easier and better for scheduling and that kind of stuff. I've got Becky with me today, my lovely wife. We've also, while uh, while I'm on the topic of podcasts, um, Becky and myself uh, have another podcast which we run together called Hope and Mum and Dad Podcast. Mm-hmm. And you can find that on Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, anywhere you get podcasts. Um, and it's basically us talking about our IVF journey. So we'll probably dig into a little bit of that today for this channel, just to sort of let people know um, what that's all about. And um, yeah, that's it. So basically just blowing off the cobwebs, getting back on, you know, getting an episode out there just to uh, just to do an episode, basically, and to sort of start the year as I mean to go on with a bit more, um, you know, a bit more structure and schedule stuff, basically. Routine. How are you feeling in yourself, Rebecca? <laughs> that is our, that that's something that your mum asks you all the time. And I think it's really funny. Mm-hmm. Not in a, not that I'm like My taking a piss out of you. My mum never asks me that. She says, how are you? She never says, how are you in yourself? You just think that's what women say no, to each other. Yeah. I've obviously heard it before. Not from my mum. No, well, I've heard, okay. Well, I thought it was your mum and it wasn't, but. How are you in yourself? <laughs> um, all right. I feel quite proud of myself today because I went for a run and a long walk. And mm. yeah, I'm happy. Oh, so just, um, for, you know, today is January. Uh, yeah, January the 4th, 2021. Mm-hmm. And England. Happy have, New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. And uh, England have, uh, obviously, COVID is still running riot. It's like. 50,000 cases a day, every day for the last week or something crazy like that. I might be wrong, but 50,000 cases plus today anyway. Mm. Um, and it's just getting a bit out of control. So the uh, English government, we're here in Wales, but the English government have just announced uh, what... Nationwide lockdown. Which is what all the top scientists, epidemiologists, sage people have been screaming at them to do for weeks. Um, so it's kind of good and bad, I guess. It's good mm. that it's finally happening. Yeah. But bad that he's just botched it again. Like he's yeah, made taking such a... too long. Like, I obviously don't like the Tories. I wouldn't vote for him because they seem to sort of not really look after the more vulnerable parts mm. of society and stuff. Um, but even I was prepared to cut him a bit of slack and be like, you know, it's a tough job. or, But it's just getting... It's just a joke, like, mm. how bad he's handled it. Yeah. He's just really slow to react and, like, when we were talking before, you said it's just a bit of a popularity contest for him. Yeah, like if politician, politicians, the scientists, it seems to me, the scientists say, I'm an expert in virology and epidemiology. This thing is crazy, spreading like crazy. We need everyone to stop mixing, including schools, colleges, blah, blah, blah. Politicians kind of don't do anything. And then the tabloids... Yeah, the male. I think it was the male last week said something like, um, "Don't fail our children," as in stoking up that rhetoric with the parents to be like, you know, 
Schools can't close. Yeah, schools can't close, but people will buy if the yeah. schools are open because. And now it just looks a bit silly because I mean, today was the first day of term for so many. Um... Walk it back a minute. Just explain to people like what happened because I don't think like the well, schools, schools thing. So like schools... schools were meant to be opening today, and it was quite a hoo ha about it, wasn't it? People, yeah, because the, the big. Scientist people were saying, don't open the schools. Yeah, it's a and terrible the idea. education unions were behind um, behind school closures and uh, kind of not campaigning. It's not strike action or anything, but they were suggesting or advising their... I think they said legally it's not people, safe for you to go to work. Yeah, that they should, um, their members, that they shouldn't go and have had huge weekend meetings, which is really rare over the, um, over the weekend. Mm. Um, so... There's been plenty of schools across the country that couldn't close because they didn't have appropriate staffing levels. And then there's um, local education authorities that chose to have like inset days or a closure day to stall in a bit, yeah. To like reassess the risks and stuff. Um, But there's so many schools across the UK that will have opened and all of the teachers would have gone in and all the schools, all the kids were there. Really? And Boris was like, the schools are safe for everyone. And now. Today, don't go to school. He says, no, they're not safe. The in num- fact, in his statement, he did say schools are still safe, but he made it but clear he that... He has to say he, that because he looks like a fool. Yeah, right? he made it clear, though, this time that, um, you know, they are safe for children, but they're not safe for the community because yeah. that's the point, like, the transmission rates and the mixing of households is what sends numbers. Well, and we, we kind of got, a, a, you know, we're waiting for IVF treatment. We talked about the podcast idiot. <laughs> Um, so we're very invested in the news and finding yeah. out if clinics closed like they did last time. Yeah, so like we've been waiting for three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like we were meant to have our treatment. Well, um, it's over three years. Just yeah. we were meant to have our treatment like over about a year ago, right? We were referred for it fifteen months ago for the treatment. Yeah. yeah. So after a little bit, which you would normally wait a little bit for anyway, but then. Like, really, we should have started our treatment if everything went to plan. Last March. Last March. Which means we could have been a family, a bigger family. We could have had a kid by now. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, it's not guaranteed, but we could have. Um, and then, obviously, things went crazy. Um, and it just sort of sucks, you know. And to be honest, like, it's annoying for us because our IVF treatment got cancelled. And that is terrible. And if anyone else is in the same boat, it is terrible. But there are probably people who have had cancer operations and things like that missed. And yeah. that's it. That's it. End of the, that's the end of the show for them. Yeah. Like, so at least we can, you know, recoup, you know, try another day kind of thing. But Yeah, we've got time, hopefully. But that's just, it just gets super infuriating when, when people like, I'm not an expert. I'm like we gotta have people who know what they're doing in charge. Because otherwise, you know, like if I went to, I'm not a teacher. Becky's a teacher. If I went to school and went, no, 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 this curriculum's rubbish. What you want to do is you want to make, uh, you want to have a water balloon flight, water balloon fight every day, and that's how you learn stuff. People be like, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. That's not what's good. But now the kids would like it. The new normal is like you say something. If someone goes. You're not really qualified to say that. You don't know what you're talking about. You just get, I'm offended and it's my right to. How dare you? And that's it. And we live in this fantasy world where everyone can just make up their own facts. Mm. It's like, which is fine. if it, But it's not fine 
no, it's not fine at all. It it would be okay, and you can go, okay, if you think the world's flat, that's fine, or if you think vaccines are all a conspiracy, that's fine. But when it affects everyone in the community, and people start dying, and people start mm-hmm. missing operations, then it's like, come on, dude, like, that's just being a dick, like, stop it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're causing damage. Yeah, that's what's hard, isn't it, for everyone at the moment, seeing people flout the rules and restrictions and stuff, because... Yeah, like, I think lots of people are losing friends over it and stuff, which is well, really I mean, sad. I don't want to fall out with anyone over it, but I also, I can't pretend like I'm I'm cool with it at the same mm. time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, we know people that, like people that have been, like, the people that go on holiday and then they say, right, if you go on holiday now, when you come back, you're self-quarantined. And they go, yeah, 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 okay. And you come back, go out for meals, go for family, it's... It's like just we're so lucky to have everything that we've got, you know. Mm-hmm. Got the world at our fingertips. We've got all the information that, that we could ever want. Yeah, you could learn a language. There's no need to go out, really. Yeah, I know from people's mental health, you know, we need to go out, but I don't know. You know what they say about kids' mental? They were using that as a big thing for getting kids back in schools. Kids' mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they go home and they pass this virus on to their parents and kill them? Yeah. That's probably going to, like, yeah, cause quite a lot of mental health problems, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think kids are more resilient than people are giving them credit for when they say they worry about their mental health. I think generally children, um, you know... Do you think it's the case where, like, parents... It is, it, you know, it probably is stressful having kids at home and trying to work at home and stuff like that, but if everything's on a lockdown and you're not meant to work anyway... Mm. Then like... But people are working, but they're working from home. So yeah. it's difficult to juggle. No one's um, debating that that is yeah, not yeah. the case. But, do you but think we're the all doing difficult mental... things. Do you think it's really the parents' mental health, as in like they're stressed out and they want No, I think everyone's, everyone's... Every adult's mental health is probably going to suffer hmm. because we, compre- we can comprehend it and we are anxious about the unknown and constantly waiting for changes and updates and the communication's not very good. From the government so no one really mm. knows where we are and the limbo and everything but i think children are just so in their own worlds they don't really if we they kids, are aware but they they're not gonna it's almost like if it's a very rare for them to be affected i think i think if we had kids it'd be kind of cool in i don't know because we don't know it's all hypothetical because we don't actually have kids yet because people keep flouting the rules <laughs> and coronavirus goes nuts but anyway if we had kids mm. Like, you kind of got to be brave for them a bit. Yeah. So, I know I, it sounds a bit uh, Yeah, but idealistic. just because they're shouting about it on social media, it doesn't mean they're talking about it in front of their, ki- their kids. They... I know. So, no, no, no. Yeah, but what, like... I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you know, sometimes, like, if you've got to kind of be tough and brave yeah. for someone else. But then that means up... that social media is more of, a, more of a place for them to vent and let off their steam. Uh, I guess so. If they are actually just putting on a front in front of their family, then they're going to just be their normal selves thinking on social media because it's that whole anonymity. Yeah. You're a person behind a screen like a keyboard warrior. No one just knows who you are. armies of Karens saying, open the schools now, it's not fair for our children. But, you know, teachers and their families can die. Mm-hmm. Don't really... Doesn't go so yeah, that's that's where we're at today with um Yeah, also we're annoyed well I'm annoyed with Mark Drakeford because Mark Drakeford 
Because he tweeted just before or just after Boris's announcement saying anything that the Prime Minister says in his speech doesn't apply here in Wales. We've been in tier four since before Christmas and we're all staying at home and saving lives. I want to thank everyone for staying home. Except no one is staying home. No one's taking it seriously. Mark, this is a message for Mark Drinkford. We should be in a... You know, a four-nation lockdown, it should be a coherent approach because everyone's confused. Imagine as well, the people who live, like, on, on the borderlands, like... Borderlands. <laughs> like in Monmouth hey, and, like, all those places that yeah. are really, like, one part of your house is in Wales and the other part's there in Scotland and it's just bonkers and I just feel sorry for everyone. It's Lots a, of people who work here. It's a double-edged sword, though, because here. England have, like... If 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 the English government, the British government, well, whatever you call it, but you know, London, they were like all the schools are open, and then London was like, wait a minute, what? That's crazy. Mm. How can you sage people say? So they're saying all this stuff, and then getting undermined by the people who actually know what they're doing, and then they U-turn at the very, very, very last minute every time, and it's just bizarre. And I think Wales isn't perfect but i think wales has made some better sensible choices they, compared to london they turned at the last minute today wales did yeah, on announcing pro- closure of schools but it's complicated though i think because like wales are probably like oh we better wait to see what england does yeah but he obviously doesn't want to wait to see what england does because no tweet. he's he didn't... saying that he doesn't agree with what boris is doing it's like having a big brother who's got or a big sister or something <laughs> and they've gone this is what I'm doing on the weekend. And then you go, well, oh, that's fine, but I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I don't know. It's obviously like a political but, thing between the two of them. But at the end of the day, Mark Drakeford, yeah, he might be first minister of Wales, but actually his jurisdiction doesn't mean anything. Like, I think it does. I think Boris... Oh, you'll whatever, have an army of Welsh. I think whatever Boris says overrules what he says. No, it can do. I think it does do. I no, think Wales has least... got devolved powers. Wales has got devolved powers, but... But we're uh, not a separate nation. It's a devolved nation. Yeah, but this, the I think uh, London can't like Westminster can overrule some stuff, but the it's kind of like the default is like Wales gets to decide things on like spending and. Oh, so I made a, a good point that most people in Wales didn't know who Mark Drakeford was until COVID. <laughs> he looks tired. He looks so tired all the time. <sighs> um, let's well while we're here and we got a. Uh, podcast bits up we've got this is the news new lockdown for england amid hardest weeks let's like quickly have a look at the welsh right now probably be a picture of mark drinkford looking very tired as always <laughs> i feel bad for him covid schools and Wales stay shut until 18th of january this is what's bugging me like boris has said like without a doubt that it's likely the schools will be closed until at least February half term. Whereas Mark Drakeford is just like, oh yeah, give it two weeks, it'll be fine. In two weeks' time, it'll be safe to go back. Oh my god, yeah, no, it's it won't. really not. Like, hang on, just if ONS uh, Wales data. Oh, this is hilarious too. The um, the uh, where's the Welsh one? Wales. Is it this one? Ah, uh, no. There's, there's COVID statistics, right? Because I was looking at them the other day. Uh, is it this one? No. It's, and um, here we go. The glass. 
big dragon on the front page just to just to let you know what's up. Mm. Um, what is it? Fourth of the first. That's today. So 150 in this is just in Wales. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Ooh, hang on. Oh, that's a run in total probably. Oh dear. So total cases per 100,000. Vela Glamorgan. Where's the total cases? Um, 4,031. No, that can't be right. That's Total nice. cases per 100,000 residents? Per. Yeah. It was 430 yesterday and it's 4,000 today. That can't be right. I think you can't be right from yesterday. I am dyslexic, by the way. So. Total case, seven day. Right. <laughs> wow. So the, in the veil at the moment, there's um, roughly 5,400 cases. Hang on. But that could be true because the, the last week of testing, they were like 20% down on actual. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not good. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. Let's have a look at this. Um, and then, um, you know, people just go casually around going, ah, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. You're like 50,000 people testing positive for it. Yeah. Just because you don't see them doesn't mean it's not happening. 1,727 people are currently in hospital for COVID. Mm. That is not good because people go. That was as of the 22nd of December. That's ages ago. That's ages ago. There'll be more now. Like, and, you know, we're looking at this because we're trying to figure out, you know, because where's our treatment for our IVF going to be again? At the Heath. Yeah, so we're like, please, if any, can the Heath not get overwhelmed? Because they are going to probably start, like, having to use extra spaces really and put deploying. beds different places. Yeah. And, um, oh, hey. oh, I just want to, where's the veil? It's veil, not veil, positive, veil, really, is it? Can you do? But it's I think... Sad. I think, oh, there we go. Cases. Last update, 30th of the 12th. Um, yeah, I just, it it just defies logic to me how people can, um, uh, people can just go, ah, it's fine. And then you look at like data, mm. this like, every, and every single one of those people has a family, gen- most of the time. Yeah. And loved ones and people that are going to miss him. Mm-hmm. And people just like don't care. Yeah, no, that's fine. You know, it's all it's all just Bill Gates trying to. Uh... There's less of the hoax stuff going around now, which is people are wearing their masks. You know, like people before were like not wearing their masks and like just being like, oh. Mm. I think you know. Well, it seems like people are sort of like listening a bit more. Yeah, fingers crossed. Stuff. So yeah, so. everyone's a bit of a wally, and we <laughs> desperately, desperately, desperately want to have our IVF treatment go ahead in uh, you know soon, and just and if you want to have a listen to that, the podcast that we talk about our IVF journey on is called At Hope and Mum and Dad. You can get it on YouTube and Spotify, and we're on Instagram as well. Yeah, so in fact, we come might say hi. We could we could just put the Instagram quickly. Um, so yeah, apart and then apart from that, we've been. Um, Trying out our new equipment, the Matt Onocaster. Yeah, this um, hopefully it's just a bit easier. You can just uh, plug in, you know, plug you in and go. Don't need to be so close to the mic as well, which is amazing. Yeah, um, and fitness wise. Oh yeah, we've been trying to be fit. So what What is your goals at the moment, Beck? Because I'm trying to do an Ironman in June. So. I just want to get fitter. I, I'm I'd quite like to lose a stone, probably maybe a bit more. But I don't how really... weird is it that we use stones? 
Yeah, well, kilograms. I'd like to get down um, a lot of kilograms. I think at least five. It's got to be, yeah, but you got to do it uh, slowly. Otherwise... Yeah. So I'm trying to eat healthier and since Boxing Day we've been doing exercise every other day. Although this weekend I had a bit of a quiet weekend and didn't do much. So we went, you rode and I went for a run um, this yeah. evening, which was quite fun. We did 5k and I think I've uh, twi- twinged or tweaked my knee. So it'll be a casual day tomorrow. Mm. Weirdly, day. my heart rate was higher riding the bike really slow than it would be if I just like didn't mm. think about it. That's what always pisses me off, though, when I look at my stats on my Fitbit, that walking, actually, I burn more calories than going for a run. But at the same time, my walks take, like, they're normally about an hour and a half, two hours long when I burn lots of calories. So, yeah, and I'm taking lots of (laughs) tips and advice from, like, some of the other people that I follow on YouTube. And I want to, um, I'll drop a link below because I'm doing, uh, you know, I'm doing, like, Ironman triathlon stuff, but... It's good advice in general for general fitness. Uh, triathlon Taron, um, Canadian fella, uh, gives lots of tips and updates on like uh, training. So it's probably it's applicable if you if you if you're into road biking or running um, or whatever. But basically, zone two training. If you've got a heart rate monitor and you can keep your heart in zone two, um, you actually it's like you know strengthening and growing your heart. You know it's. I can't explain it properly, but basically, if you can keep in zone two, which is a bit tricky because people are, when they're walking around doing not much, it's zone one. And when you're like running, you naturally kind of go into zone three. But if you can monitor your heart rate and kind of keep in that zone two, mm-hmm. you build up the strength and condition of your your heart and your lungs. And it builds more endurance so you can actually do stuff for longer. So, um and and it, and it feels like you, it feels like you're not doing enough and you're not working hard. But even like some of the top triathletes in the world mm. will train um, most of the year just on zone. Two, will train most of the year just on zone two stuff, and that's what I'm trying to sort of get you into because I've been doing it as well. Um, but I'm not going to run a marathon. No, but <laughs> if you zone two training is feels easier than a normal run. Yeah. And it actually makes you fit when you when you because when you get into zone three, like your normal kind of run pace, you don't actually it might get make any me fitter. fitter. But will it make me thinner? Well, yeah, because you'll be able to exercise for longer. Mm. Um, and zone two burns um, fat stores rather than carbohydrates as well. That's why endurance athletes do it because to to run to swim like four kilometers run uh swim four kilometers ride 180 kilometers and run 42 Mm. if you had to only use carbs yeah that's you wouldn't be able to do it so like the whole point is to keep your heart rate up so anyway um i've been doing that i'm in the process of launching the channel for all the you know i've been basically trying to do this ironman for about for the past year and i did some other sort of training before um i've been keeping notes keeping a diary and I was going to go live with the channel back in March, mm-hmm. but everything went crazy, so I haven't. So I've just been retweaking things and bits and pieces, um, and that will be launching soon. So I can't really tell you about the channel and stuff as it is now because mm-hmm. it, it it's not up yet, but that will be, you know. Imminent. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then just a, a couple of little shout-outs uh, to the South Wales people. Um 
all the local businesses this is you know the the, the lockdown that we're already in i guess is going to be it's tough for basically every... support local yeah support local but there's a couple of people we want to give a shout out to um palata pizza um we have very kindly been given a uh a, a voucher a voucher and we are <gasps> we can use it this weekend for my birthday we could maybe if they're open or if it's working and stuff mm. um but yeah awesome um awesome pizza basically it's been ages since i've had one i uh can't wait it's gonna mm. be good and then um shono a good friend of ours shono has opened up a very uh i was, I was trying to think of a word that and be clever but I've, my brain's gone blank <laughs> he he's got a um a clothing store like a boutique store yep. full of awesome clothes uh big boy shoes big boy jeans i presume it will be online as well i think he's doing online stuff as well unit 17 um i think uh scott scotty wilcock our buddy is uh involved as well unit 17 some... at the good shed yeah unit 17 at the good shed so i might um in Barry. Yeah, I might go and check that out. We'll probably check some Instagram links and stuff like that. But yeah, um, hope everyone sticks it out and everyone's doing all right. It's obviously super, super bad for local businesses, so support local when you can. Um, and, you know, the quicker we hunt it down and just do it properly, the quicker we can get out of it. Fingers crossed. <laughs>